Or behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix it radio. All right, and it is time. Fix it radio. KLZ five sixty. Thanks for joining us. If it's uh a Tuesday and you're listening, thank you very much. It's a replay of the show that we do on Saturdays, and you're more than welcome to listen on Saturdays and call in live. You can ask questions during the week, though. You can text us, 307-200-8222. That's the text line, 307-200-8222. Today, if you have any questions for us, please feel free to call in, 303-477-5600. Special guest joining us today, we're going to talk kitchen remodeling. So those of you out there listening that have some questions along those lines, Please give us a call, our expert, Win Eubank, with us again. When you were with me about, I don't know, we first started the program a little over a year ago, you were with me, so welcome back. So thank you, John. I, I uh, hope, hope you have a great show. It's always a joy to have you, Win. And real quick, before we get started, give everybody what you actually do, your background, you know, how you got started in this, you know, cabinet remodeling world and so on. So I graduated from uh, building trades, uh, top of my class. And moved out to Colorado in 88 and moved up to Denver a year later and have been in, in construction uh, ever since I graduated. Uh, was framing houses the day after I graduated. Okay. And uh, now own Woodworking Wonders, which I've owned for 30 years, which is a cabinet design and carpentry company. And I am a designer. After after many years of doing nothing but install, I wanted to branch out and do more and be able to affect. So I've seen so many designers do and bring installs together poorly. Mm-hmm. And I just said, I want to fix this. I, w- I want to do it better. So I started my own thing. I, ha- I now carry five lines with a uh, uh, by appointment only showroom in Lakewood. And uh, I design. I install and I sell cabinets. Uh, like I say, I have five lines, and I also represent two local companies as well. Awesome, and that's one of the things actually that I had at the top of my list. When folks get ready to do a kitchen remodel, and, and partly why I wanted to talk about this win is you know, and everybody out there listening, you know, is pretty common knowledge that a right now when it's really hard to find either a you know a new house to buy or or another house, even if you've got yours, you know, the ability to sell yours right now. You know where do you go? So there's a lot of folks looking at the remodel side of, of things and figuring out, hey, maybe I should just stay here and, and do some things to the existing home and so on. And we all know that the home remodel side of the fence has been really, really big. It was actually starting, I think, when even before COVID. COVID just sort of solidified it, if you ask me. Absolutely, it it was uh, it was definitely on an upswing to begin with. But like you say, when COVID hit and everybody was sitting around in the house, they were just like, we got to fix this stuff. Right. You know. Okay, so a question I have for you. When folks are at that point where they're thinking, okay, I'd like to do something, you know, different with, you know, kitchen or even the bath, which for everybody listening, by the way, these are the two biggest areas of your home that if you redesign them and and redo them and do them correctly, and that's what we're going to talk about today, do them correctly, it will win, add value to your home or at least make your home you know, more sellable. And, you know, if we get back to a point where there's, you know, more than one house in your neighborhood for sale, it puts your home above the others, right? 
absolutely, 100%. All right, so on the design side of it, which I'm, you know, again, glad you're with us today because I don't think a lot of folks really, you know, think through this. They end up at the, nothing against the big box stores, but they end up at the big box stores. They're walking around, you know, they're kind of looking at different things, and they kind of get an idea in their head of what they should or shouldn't be doing. And I'm not saying there's not a lot of design help at those places, but it's not the same as what you're doing in the way you do things. And again, I'm not slamming anybody. I'm just giving people the facts. If you really want something designed right, I think when, first of all, somebody needs to get inside your home. They need to get inside your home and they need to take, you know, a very good comprehensive meeting with you. They need to see what you think your appliances are going to be. Okay. They need to get inside your head a little bit. Um, to know what you do, how you do stuff. You know, they, they, they got to kind of feel how you live in that kitchen right. so that they can get around you and how you cook. Uh, no, that's a you know, great point. And I also know, and all of you listening, because COVID, I think, created a lot of this as well, when that a lot of the big box stores, A, don't show up. Maybe this has changed since, you know, since the the rules have relaxed some, but at one time they weren't coming to the home at all. In fact, you had to bring at one time, you had to bring your own measurements of what was in your kitchen in on your own. And when that to me sounds scary all by itself. Absolutely. Um, I won't even, I won't, uh, I made that mistake years ago. I've learned a lot of this stuff by trial and error. I will not let anybody else do measurements for me. All it takes, all it takes is, you know, one mismeasurement and everything is off, right? When? Not a, not even, and especially not a contractor. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. All right, so what do you see as some of the, you know, and this is always, is, you know, we actually probably do a whole show of the design mistakes that are out there and even things that you've seen over the years and so on, and even have people call in on mistakes they've made and so on. But, you know, real quick, what do you see as being some of the, you know, kind of repeated mistakes people make over and over again when they're doing some of this redesign? Blind corners. Okay. I, I have no use for them. I put in, in the last 20 years, I've maybe put three in. Okay. Um, I have to be forced into it entirely. Okay. Uh, they're, just, they're just absolutely unnecessary. We can design around them and we can design outside of them. Okay. And it's it, uh, the uh, other mistakes is not keeping the triangle. And for the people that don't okay, know... Okay, so yeah, I'm, not, I'm, a, I'm a pretty savvy guy, but I'm not sure I'm following right. you, so explain. The triangle is the space that's created in between the stove, the sink, and the refrigerator. Okay. Where's the three, what's the three things we hit the most in the kitchen? The stove, the sink, and the refrigerator. Okay. If we put the refrigerator all the way on the other side of the kitchen, we are creating a Thanksgiving marathon. Mm-hmm. Great example. That's, yeah, that's just one example I use when people bring that to yep. me and they say, I want to put the refrigerator over here. I'm like, well, if that's where you want it, that's what I'll do. Uh, but I'm going to suggest against it. Well, and I think what you just said is really, really important. And I know, to me, designing, you know, you know me, I'm from the automotive shop world and, you know, designing shops and workflow and things like that's, you know, kind of one of my... I, well, I'll just say it's one of my specialties. I think I do very well in that. I've done it so long like you. I've done it so many years that you just get this feel for, you know, how do you reduce steps? How do you get rid of the clogs? How do you make things flow properly? And, you know, not only with the car coming in and out of the bays, but even the flow after it's in the bay and so on. And this is exactly what you're talking about. It's no different. 
Exactly. I would agree with you 100%. Where, you know, where's the flow? Where's everybody going to be, you know, is everybody going to be stepping over one another when there's some sort of a gathering, family gathering or an event or something along those lines? And I guess the other question I'll have, Wynn, is, uh, and and I have a pretty large kitchen, but is there ever enough room in a kitchen? Um, It's funny you bring that up. Uh, I actually strive for every time I do a design that when either the man or woman, because not always the woman is the cook. Sometimes it is the guy. True. Um, When he or she puts everything back in their cabinets, I strive that they still have at least one cabinet that is not full. Oh, nice. Good idea. Some overflow room, in other words. Yep, yep. I like that. You know, and I realize that, you know, there's a lot of situations, too, when where, you know, depending upon the size of the house, there's not a lot you can do, you know, extra space-wise, so you're working with what's there, and I, and I get that. I mean, I think the desire, at least for me, always has been in the kitchen area to be able to have two people pass each other in between, you know, countertops. So if you've got an island and there's a countertop, you know, on the other side or the sink or whatever, to be able to have two people pass through that, to me, is sort of a no-brainer. Absolutely. In my own personal kitchen, when, when the dishwasher is open, you almost can't get past it. Yeah, and, and, and again, I, and I understand when there are situations where it is what it is. You can't work around that, but if you can, you should. Yes, exactly. But we get stuck with space constraints. Yes, and, and that's – well, and again, I think that's where, too, though, that a lot of folks tend to not think outside the box. What I mean by that is, you know, you've got a open – you know, let's just face it, a, a, a house is a square box with a roof on top. I realize there's some load-bearing walls and things inside, and we're going to get to some of that in a moment as well. And I get all of that win, but I think what also people do is they kind of get constrained into this is the current space and this is what I'm limited to, and that may not always be the case. You're absolutely correct. And, and unfortunately, a lot of designers are stuck in that same spot as mm-hmm, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they can't see beyond the wall that if you knock that down or even did something with a pass-through or something totally different would open up the space even more. Some of them get so bottlenecked into, well, this is the space we're working with. There's nothing else I can do. And by the way, and I pretty much know this because I've seen it, I've, I've listened to it, that's what you're going to get at a big box store, by the way. Absolutely. And, and you'll also get that with, and what's, what's the word I want to use? I'm not sure. Um how the the quickie contractor okay yes 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 Um, yeah and i'm going to use that word because i don't want to use a degrading word it's not fair you know he might be doing a great job but he doesn't want to deal with the putting in an engineer getting a getting a set of uh a print laid out and labeled properly taking it getting a permit to be able to take that wall out and do it the right way he doesn't want to do it he just wants to put a kitchen in for you and make his money and move on to the next one. Yeah, because he's on a – and let's face it, Wynn, and again, not knocking anybody. It's a model that they have, and it works for a lot of people, and that's fine. It's not what I would – you know, it's not what I would perceive as being, you know, quality in the direction that I'd want to go. But they're working off of I would call a burn-and-turn method. Exactly. Yep. I like it. Yep. How can we get in now, get this thing done, out, go to the next one? Because you know what? We've got like 100 of these lined up because we're booked for the next three months solid. And I'm probably not exaggerating when and what I just said. Oh, some of them are booked further than that. And I myself, I'm booked until November right now myself. There you go. And all, and I don't do any contracting. I don't touch electrical. I don't touch plumbing. 
Um, you know, if I have a lifetime customer, because I do have about nine lifetime customers, my definition of a lifetime customer is someone that hasn't lived in a kitchen in Denver that I haven't put in in the last 20 years. Mm. And I have nine of them that they only they wouldn't even dream of calling somebody else. Yeah, makes total sense. Makes total sense. All right, we come back. We're going to take a quick break, come back. By the way, if you got a question for Win, you can tell his expertise in this area. Any questions at all, please let us know, 303-477-5600. we come back, I want to go back and revisit that comment you made a moment ago, Win, about the permitting and all of those different things. And, you know, there's a lot of do-it-yourselfers out there, and I get that, and that's fine. I'm not going to knock them or take anything away from that, but we're going to answer that question when should you actually pull a permit, use a contractor versus doing it yourself? Sound good? Yes, absolutely. All right, we'll do that in a moment, folks. Don't go anywhere. We'll come right back. Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. Can you believe how low rates are staying? Still in the twos. Back in the 40s and the 50s, rates were in the 5 to 6% range. How much longer are you going to wait? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where our reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298191, equal credit lender. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. John Rush will help you make money, but you must be ready to make a serious change. Think about the mindless, mundane activities you do every day as a business owner. You don't think you have enough money to hire an assistant, but you'd only need to increase your customer base by a handful of new clients to make up for the wages you'd pay a new hire. Then you'd actually have the time to come up with some more efficient processes. John's philosophy is simple. Be proactive. Right now, you're always playing catch-up. You never have enough time to strategize about your big-picture business plan because you're stuck in the day-to-day operations of your business. John will help you come up with the systems to make more money, but you need to be willing to listen and follow through. 20% of small businesses go under the first year. By the end of the fifth year, only half of small businesses survive. Make sure you're always one step ahead. Email john at rushtoreason.com. You need more comfortable temperatures in your home now, not six months from now. 
Absolute Electrical Heating and Air has air conditioning units in stock ready to install. Worldwide production shortages of raw materials and electric parts have caused delays for HVAC manufacturers. To give you an example, one local distributor placed an order in January that finally arrived a couple of weeks ago, six months later. Delays like this in the supply chain give local family-owned companies another chance to prove themselves. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air rises above the competition by displaying prompt professionalism in every area of their business. Their parts guy, a retired Marine, stays on top of orders, maintaining good relationships with suppliers. Thanks to their reputation for reliability, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air continues to offer 24-hour service seven days a week. Call or text now for an AC install and get what you called for. 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, folks, and again, the Absolute team, that is actually one of the great sponsors we have that bring you Fix-It Radio on a routine basis. So anything you need on that electrical end of things, and we're going to talk about that with Wynn in a moment, please uh, give those guys a call. Everybody that we've got as a sponsor of uh, of Fix-It Radio is on the website. Just go to fixitradio.com. Absolute will be there. It's really easy to find them, and please let them know you heard them here if you go to call them and use them for anything. When let's go back to some of that as far as, you know, when do we actually call a contractor? When do we pull a permit? In other words, when do we decide this project's too big for a do-it-yourself project? And my fear is I think a lot of folks get started they get to a point where they realize they should have called a contractor to begin with, but they're in so deep now they don't know how to finish. That is absolutely correct. I've been called in on some of those. And uh, do-it-yourself is great, and there's great reward in it to be able to say, hey, look what I did. Mm -hmm. And some people do it really, really well, and they pull it off. And then other people need to take a step back and say, just like you said, I really should get some help with this portion of this project or that portion of that project. Right. Um, you know, and... Some people just, and like you started out in the very beginning, if they, if they start with a design, even if it's just a bad sketch on a piece of paper, and get some help design-wise, whether it's from a real designer, and some people don't like designers because they don't think they bring value to the table, but at least get some opinions you know, from some other people. Well, so thank you. Yeah. And I'm glad you just said that, too, because I think – you know, to me, correct me if I'm wrong, but to me, designers are much like folks in the car business as far as that goes. I mean, you know, you, you can talk to, a, you know, 100 different people in the car world, and they're all going to give you a different idea of what they think is the best car on the market, and what right. they like best, and the looks and the style and so on. And the, and the problem is, you know, designers have biases. They have things they like. They have trends they like. And so my point, Win is, is... You know, you you should actually probably, and I know it gets a little bit of expensive this way, so you got to be careful how you do this. But it wouldn't be a bad idea to have at least two opinions on design to make sure you're headed the right direction. Absolutely, I have a designer who will not use a lazy susan to save her life. She hates them, just won't use them. I can't say I'll, as I blame her. I put them in every kitchen I can. Really? You're the one that wanted more space. Yeah. I just I just gave you that much more space. True. True. And and when and when I do, and I've had this happen, I've had a couple people go, "Well, I hate lazy lazy Susans because I lose stuff off of them." That's my that's go, my beef. Okay, and I know how to solve that. I go back in with eighth inch masonite, and I make a round tunnel ah. so nothing can fall off the lazy Susan. That's a good idea. Yeah. Okay. Then it's not so bad after. Now you you said earlier though, 
is it is it a goal to just not have them at all if you can? In other words, if you can design the kitchen where that doesn't have to exist, is that a better option? Um, you, you need other ideas. You can't just rely on your own input. Um, and because designers know cabinets, you know, even contractors don't know cabinets. They don't understand that they come in three-inch increments only, and you can only get you know, so many cut downs in different directions. At some cabinet lines, you can't have any cut downs, mm. you know? Mm. So, so there's a lot of parameters that, especially if it's your first kitchen, or even if it's your second or third. Now, I'm, wor- I'm working on one right now. She, she, her husband works in the oil, oil and gas industry, so they've moved a lot. She does a very, she did, she did a very decent job. She went and picked it all out herself. Do I still see some stuff that I would have changed? Absolutely. Well, because she doesn't do it on a daily basis, right? Well, she doesn't do it on a daily basis, but she does it more than the average Correct. Person. Yeah, but what I meant was because, I mean, you can find a few things that still need to be corrected because it's not what she does every day on a daily basis. Right. right. Makes sense? Yep. Even, you know, and I agree. She's, you know, somebody, and I, you know, and I, I probably would, would fit into her category. I'm definitely not even close to your category, but I've done enough of these through the years and have enough knowledge of what things work and don't work and understand flows and so on. Yet I, I guarantee you there'd be mistakes I would make because I don't do it daily like you do. Right. Period. All right. So we talked earlier or, you know, getting to the point of, you know, when do you call a contractor? When do you pull a permit? I realize we need to get some designs and so on. Where is that, you know, where's that trigger point though to where you just say, okay, I can't go any further. I've got to get some professional help on this. So like I started to say, do it yourself is wonderful and there's, and there's great gratification within it. But once you leave the do-it-yourself spots, the do-it-yourself spots, in my opinion, are when you get into the trades, mechanical, electrical, and plumbing. Okay. Once, once you break open the wall, this is when you should be talking to a contractor and or a, someone to permit it. And I know we don't like to go through the permitting process, but I'm going to tell you a horror story that maybe will hopefully help some people make the decision why I need a permit. Let's hear it. There was, there was a couple down in Perry Park who remodeled their basement entirely themselves. They hired an electrician. He was not licensed. Ended up burning down the house. Oh. The, the insurance company came in, did their investigation, determined that the fire started in the basement, asked for the permits. There was no permits. The insurance company denied the claim. Oh, boy. Yeah, and you, by the way, when you're not the first person, I mean, I've had insurance, you know, uh, folks on, you know, I've got several of them that we work with on a regular basis, sponsors of the program, even one here, Paul Lewenberger, they will share with you the exact same stories of, of those things happening. So that's not the only one of those out there, is my point. I, I personally think insurance is upside down. I don't understand why the insurance company will give, will fix your car which is the fastest depreciating thing for the most part. Right. That you, but they'll fix it back to 100%. But when you make a claim for a flood in your kitchen, That's right. they, want to, they don't want to help you put the, kit, the most appreciating thing you own back to its best value. You're correct. It's crazy. No, I, I, by the way, I, I couldn't, couldn't argue with you on that one at all. I've, you know, I've experienced that you know, even with the fire that I had where my cabin up and Grand Lake burned to the ground. I mean, I've been fighting with those guys and still am to a to a large degree on on certain items here as we get, you know, as we get kind of towards the end and get across the finish line and you are correct when it's not 
it, it, let's just say this. When you have that big of a claim, it's not their goal to make you whole. It's kind of a slogan, exactly. I guess you could say, but it's not. <laughs> it's, it's funny you mention it. I actually have a job coming up in Grand Lake. Interesting. Yeah. Well, and as you know, there's a uh, uh, there's a lot of work going on up there because there was, you know, 400 and some homes just in that fire alone that were lost. So, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on up there, un- un- unfortunately. And I say that, you know, really in a, in, a, in a way that anybody that's been affected by that, my heart goes out to them because, you know, I, I had another home and another roof over my head, so I was good. But if that's where you lived full time right. and it burned to the ground, yeah, that would be tough win. Uh, yeah, I had two friends that were in the fire over there north of Fort Collins, the big one, 10 years ago. Wow. Wow. Yeah. All right, let's move on to, you know, and this, I think, is something else that at least maybe it's just me. Maybe because I'm, I'm anal and I just, I'm just that guy and anybody listening to me long enough on air kind of knows that side of me. And, and maybe because of that, that's, that's why I don't like this end of things. And I'm going to ask you this question, but I've seen different folks even online where they talk about, hey, I can cut a corner here or save some money here or do a cheaper this here so that I can go do something more expensive in the kitchen, you know, over here. And I think about that and I think, well, you know, down the road, if and when you ever go to resell the home, you know, is that really what the next person wants or should you try to stay more consistent? In other words, if you're going to do a middle of the grade appliance, you know, refrigerator, for example, should you do that across the board with stove and all of that? Or can you do a middle-of-the-road refrigerator and do a really high-end Wolf stove? I do not think you can mix those together. Um, you should stay pretty consistent. Um, that They don't add up. Yeah, I, I think, you know, in that case, what I just explained, and by the way, for those of you listening, and when you know this as well as anybody, you know, a Wolf stove is going to be probably, what, five times or more higher than what any other stove that will do basically the same thing. And I'm not knocking the Wolf product, by the way, when it's a very nice high-end. I mean, if you've got a million-dollar-plus home, yeah, that's what you're going to put in it, and I get it, and it goes with it, and so on. But you're never going to get the value out of that stove when you go to resell the home. Am I right? That is correct. Because you're... you're and maybe you're a gourmet chef and, you know, you're in the kitchen a lot. I mean, I guess if that's the case, when you have to make that decision, but just know you're never going to get that back out of it. And in some cases, it will not add value. I mean, in some cases, it will detract even because if it looks out of place, this is where I go with it. If it looks out of place, like, wait a minute, there's this wolf stove, but everything else in here is, is a Maytag. They just don't go together. Exactly. And that's what I was saying. That's why you want to be more consistent. Yeah, I mean, that- if you have to. You have to have the red knobs, and that's why you're remodeling your kitchen. And ask me. <laughs> Anybody that knows that product knows it's a red knob, don't they? <laughs> that's hilarious. I just remodeled the kitchen in Cherry Creek, and it is one of my lifetime customers. And he literally called me and said, hey, I got given a wolf stove. I said, are you really ready to do this? And he goes, I really want it. I'm like, okay, but to, we got to do it right. right. We can't. We can't yeah, it means you need a sub-zero fridge to go along with that, you know, $10,000 stove. Um, we didn't do a sub-zero, but uh, I forget what he got, but it was it was upper line. Okay, okay. But, but you, you get yeah, my we, point. I mean, you, you know, you, you're yeah. not going to go throw the Maytag fridge or the GE fridge in next to that Wolf stove is my point. Correct. The funny part, the funny part is he bought, and I can't remember, the, he bought an upper-end microwave, and it's a big, it's a big sucker. And now he uses the microwave more than anything because um, it's, yeah. it's got conventional cook in it. 
I've gotten the point anymore when just really as a side note, I've talked about this during the week to where between, you know, microwave for warming stuff up and the air fryer and my smoker outside, I'm not sure the oven door hardly ever comes open. Ours ours only comes open at Christmas time. I mean, it's just the way it is anymore because of the other items we now have, which, again, you go back to that cost of that wolf appliance, and that's great. Again, I'm not knocking any of these these appliance folks, and i got something else I want to add to that in a moment as well. Not knocking them. It's just if it doesn't flow and it doesn't work well and it doesn't go with your remodel, then I, I would just tell folks to rethink that. I would agree. When it comes to that end of things, and this is something that that I'm a little bit familiar with when it comes to the appliance side of the fence, and I realize it depends on the line and and the manufacturer and so on, I get that. But right now, is it a six-month wait for appliances win, or am I I outside of the parameters of that, or am I I too short on the time frame? You're too short on the time frame uh, on the upper end stuff. You know, the the lower end stuff and the mid-grade you can still get into. Okay. and by the way, your uh, estimate of five times on the wolf is low as well. Yeah, it's, yeah, probably ten times, isn't it? No, it's not quite that high, but it's it's seven to eight. Seven to eight. Okay, okay. So do, yeah, like like you said, to do the same exact job. Right. Right. Exactly. Well, and again, I think that goes, and we can talk about this when we come back. If you're going to go, and, and I guess maybe what I should do is this: when we come back, let's talk about you know where do you start when it comes to that price line of the kitchen do you base it upon the cabinets do you base it upon the countertop do you start with appliances and then match the others to match that let's let's answer that when we come back does that work you got time yep yeah. all right sounds great again we've got win eubank with us uh owner of woodworking wonders over in lakewood you can find him online by the way just to google that in we'll, we'll put that in our show notes as well win we'll be right back don't go anywhere if you guys have a question for win by the way give us a call 303-477-5600 you can also text us by the way text us a question i can get that answered even by win if need be 307-200-8222 we'll be right back fix it radio klz 560 Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. Take AIM. Affordable Interest Mortgage has been offering the Asset Manager all-in-one loan for over 11 years. We are experienced in helping homeowners pay thousands less in interest on their mortgage, own their home faster, all without spending one dime more. 720-895-0500. Take AIM. Affordable Interest Mortgage, where we have hundreds of clients that have been using this loans to build their equity faster, access emergency funds when necessary, and pay off their home in 8 to 13 years versus 25 to 30. People initially believe this loan is too good to be true, but it is true. Call 720-895-0500 now to see if you qualify. Loans from 100000 to $2.5 million, same rate. Ask our previous clients. They will tell you it works. 
Call 720-895-0500 and work with the experts. This loan has been around since 1965. Affordable interest mortgage, where it's all about you. 720-895-0500. Regulated by DOOR, NMLS 298191, Equal Credit Lender. RoofMax is the fountain of life for your roof and will bring your shingles back to life. The natural oils in the asphalt protect your roof as weather and temperature cause the material to expand and contract daily. This oil gradually evaporates over time, causing your shingles to dry out and lose their flexibility. You may start to see your shingles cracking, breaking, streaking, and curling. Granules may begin flaking off. RoofMax could reverse minor curling, cracking, and granule loss to make your shingles like new again. The water-soluble plant-based treatment extends the life of your roof by at least five years, guaranteed. Call Dave Hart now for a free assessment of your asphalt shingles, 303-710-6916. He will go anywhere from the eastern slope to the eastern Colorado border and from Cheyenne to the southern border. Mention Rush to Reason for $100 off your treatment. 303-710-6916. You trust the technician who lets you decide. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air will give you at least three options every time. You call an HVAC company because you want qualified advice, not a sales pitch. You don't know enough about air conditioning to fix or install a unit yourself. Of course not. So you hire a professional to explain the situation more clearly. Then you decide between good, better, and best based on your budget. A temporary fix will buy you some time for now. A long-term solution will save you more money in the end. Only you can decide what makes the most sense for you right now. So the techs at Absolute Electrical Heating and Air promise to stay in their lane. They will always give you at least three alternatives, along with financing options, to make your home more comfortable on your timeline. Schedule an estimate now at AbsoluteFix.com and get only what you ask for. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, we're back. Absolute, by the way, electrical. Anything you need as we talk to win and talk about remodels in the kitchen and so on. Uh, and anything around the house, by the way. This includes a panel, a, a circuit that you've got that continues this trip. Could even be a GFI where you need to get that looked at and find out is it the plug? Do you actually have a ground fault problem? Things like that. Those are things that electrical or that absolute electrical heating and air can help you with. And again, look at all of our sponsors. Find them on fixitradio.com. But they're one of our major sponsors. So please, if you have any electrical needs whatsoever, give them a call. All right, Wynn, let's talk about where do you start when it comes to the the how should i say this the the level of kitchen remodel you want to do and i'm afraid that that a lot of folks go out and and maybe they start in the wrong area where they want a particular you know brand or you know they they want a particular appliance they want a a particular countertop and then everything else you know you know as we talked earlier they're kind of mix and matching along the way to meet a budget it is that the right way or the wrong way to do it that is definitely the wrong way to do it, and it is unfortunately common, as you said, time and time again. And it used to be, back in the day, that the cabinets were our most important part of the kitchen. I'm afraid admit, that's become one of the lower-end needs, am I right? Absolutely. I hate yeah. to say it. Yeah, me too. It, but it is... Um, 
Oh, I, okay, real quick, explain that. You know, what, is that because of the things I just mentioned a moment ago where folks are out looking at other things and they cut corners on cabinets because they're trying to get the, the dollars spent on other areas? Or is it because some of the you know, lower-end cabinets have gotten a better quality or you can't tell as much difference? Or explain that. I, I think you kind of hit that really well. So I think, first of all, everybody's wowed by technology and the buttons today in, in our appliances. Mm-hmm. So, so appliances, the appliance budget has come up tremendously. The countertop budget has come up tremendously. And because they both came up, where are we going to steal it from? Mm-hmm. Well, we're going we're gonna to spend less on the cabinets so that we can pull that off. Right, <clears throat> right, right. And, and that budget for cabinets used to be 4.5% of selling price of a home. Nowadays, if you can get 2.5, you're doing great. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't know and that. That's not good info. That's not a lot. No, good info. I, I did not know that. And, and as I said, too, and, and I know this is the case because I've seen some of the quote-unquote you know, lower-grade cabinets, and I tell you, the lower-grade today of what we used to have on the high end, I mean, they have done a good job of bringing that quality on those low-end cabinets up. They absolutely have. They have brought them up quite a ways. I mean, some of them even having you know, the soft closed doors and things along those lines where, you know, you never would have had that back in the day. But it, it, nowadays, if you find something without soft closed doors, it's almost, it's, it's very rare. Yeah. Yeah. Because it almost has become standardized across the industry, right? Yeah, exactly. So when, when folks start looking and, and there's folks listening to us that are going to be doing some of this, even as we speak, they're thinking about, okay, if we stay, you know, we call Kurt Rogers, we do a refi, we pull some equity out, you know, we want to get a remodel done and so on. And so as they're out shopping around, and this is, this is where I think people get, you know, kind of awry. And I think a lot of them start at the appliance store and they figure out what appliances they want. And as we said a moment ago, you know, now they're trying to figure out, okay, great, how do I get all these high-end appliances that I really want in the kitchen and still do it under the budget that we need done? And that includes countertops and sinks and the whole nine yards. I think even some folks start with, hey, I want that big, gigantic copper farm-type sink, and i got to get everything else designed around it now. Well, that may not be the best thing for you in the home. Agreed, but, you know can't tell you how many times I, you know, the farm sink is definitely the newest, hottest item that everybody loves. Um, is it the greatest item? I'm not a fan of it that much. I do it very well. Um, I do it differently than a lot of other people. There's no fillers on the side of my farm sinks. The cabinets are built around it. It's mm-hmm. all integrally part of it. Right. And it looks like it's a what, what, when, what's the drawback? Because I've, I've never owned one. I've never had a farm sink. What's the pros and cons of a farm sink? I mean, I know they look really cool, but what are the cons? Um, I've had to replace the doors underneath the farm sink, not on my kitchens, but on other kitchens that have been done numerous times because of water spilling on them. Uh, that runs down the front. Yep. Ah, I didn't think about that. And if you don't, if you don't have that farm sink proud of the cabinet enough, yeah. It gets it gets to that door and it destroys that door. The other thing that I've noticed, and again, correct me if I'm wrong, but the thing I've noticed and the thing one thing I don't like about them is that door ends up being much shorter than it would be normally. And that under cabinet space, especially for an old fat guy like me trying to get down on your hands and knees to get stuff out of there, is already tough enough. I don't know that I want it any shorter. Uh, I, it, if it has that base frame on the front of it, yes. Mine doesn't have that. You get the full height right up to the bottom of the sink. Okay. Okay. 
but but, you know, but you can you can I mean some of those do end up like I just said where it's a really short cabinet, right? Correct. Okay. And let's go let's go back so that everybody understands something. When I said that four point five to two point five, mm-hmm. that's one ticket item. That's just the cabinet. So so I don't want them to look at it and go, Oh look, you know, I, I can sell my house for eight hundred thousand. That means I have, you know, sixteen or twelve thousand to spend on my remodel. No, no, no. You have twelve thousand to spend on your cabinet. Right, not on the whole remodel. Good point. And then and, and then your granite is gonna come in about half that cost. Mm-hmm. Depending on what you find. Right. You know, and, and you know, uh, and then your appliances are probably going to match your cabinets or be at two thirds cost. Okay. But late, late, lately, the competition between appliances and cabinets has been so tight, you know. And unfortunately, the bells and whistles went out. Right. 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 No, I, I think you're you're 100 percent correct there when you say that. So, so where. <laughs> When somebody's looking, and I realize we've got to get them into a designer and even go and talk to somebody like you, get a lot of questions answered and so on, figure out what the flow is, how they're going to use the kitchen and so on. But, you know, I think in general, for a lot of folks that are listening as they're trying to decide what to do when it comes to some of these re- remodeling things and points and so on, and some of this even applies to the bath, where do they start when? What, you know, what's the best thing for them to do? Do they establish a dollar budget first and then fit everything else into it? Or if they like a particular style, do they start there? Um, when I meet with a customer that is serious and wants to do it, what I like them to do is up, whether it's the man or the woman, like I said before, it's not always, you know, it's not always the woman. Um, sometimes it's the man that's rep doing the kitchen. Um, I ask them to go pull pictures out of magazines of stuff that they like. Uh-huh. And I tell them, I don't care. It, just show me what you like because I need to get in their head. Yeah, makes sense. And, and I got to be able to design their kitchen. I don't need to design my kitchen in their space. Right, right. Makes sense. I, I guess, and this is where, that, to me, the comparison is is very, very similar. What you're doing is much like I used to do back in the day. You know, we had off-road stores and, you know, built four-wheel drives and Jeeps and all sorts of things and customized them all out and so on. We made them very unique to the particular individual. And a lot of what I would do is exactly what you just said, is, you know, give me an idea of what you're looking for as an end result, and we can get you there. The other thing, though, that I found when is I would have somebody come in, we would go through that whole process, I would get everything priced out and let them know how we're going to get there, and because they maybe didn't like the price typically, because you know I was not the cheapest placed around to get things done, I did it correctly and did it better than everybody else, but because we were higher priced, a lot of times that, that particular individual would end up someplace else. And lo and behold, before you know it, they were back, trying to get things straightened out that didn't turn out so well from somebody else doing it. And in a lot of cases when I literally had to just scrap everything that was already on it, that money had been spent on and start over because of what somebody else had done improperly. Do you find that in the same, same situation here with kitchens? I just did that in a commercial unit and I'm just, I'm not going to use the name. Um, I could, but it's unfair. It is a large automotive dealership here in Denver. Okay. And we had to do exactly that. You're kidding me. No, sir. So they so they literally kind of went with somebody else they thought maybe would have been cheaper on the front side, but when it's all said and done, you had to scrap everything and start over. We thought, we came in, we looked at it, and we said, maybe we could fix it. And the more we looked, the more further we went into it, we're like, we're not putting a warranty on it if we fix it. And they went, okay, we'll pay you your original price. Man, amazing. Please take it and put it back in. Amazing. All right, I got a yep. couple more questions for you. Can you stay one more segment? I know we've had you for a while, but I really appreciate it, Win. 
Yeah, absolutely. All right, and again, we've got Win Eubank with us. Woodworking Wonders in Lakewood. You can look them up or find them on fixitradio.com. I'll have Ann put a link on there here uh, later today as well, so you can find him that way also. We'll be right back. This is Fix It Radio, KLZ 560. John Rush will help you make money, but you must be ready to make a serious change. Think about the mindless, mundane activities you do every day as a business owner. You don't think you have enough money to hire an assistant, but you'd only need to increase your customer base by a handful of new clients to make up for the wages you'd pay a new hire. Then you'd actually have the time to come up with some more efficient processes. John's philosophy is simple. Be proactive. Right now, you're always playing catch-up. You never have enough time to strategize about your big-picture business plan because you're stuck in the day-to-day operations of your business. John will help you come up with the systems to make more money, but you need to be willing to listen and follow through. 20% of small businesses go under the first year. By the end of the fifth year, only half of small businesses survive. Make sure you're always one step ahead. Email John at RushToReason.com. Can you believe how low rates are staying? Still in the twos. Back in the 40s and the 50s, rates were in the 5 to 6% range. How much longer are you going to wait? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Your home has never been worth more. Take AIM to get that lower rate or shorten your term. Lower your payment and pay thousands less in interest. It's your money. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable Interest Mortgage. Locally owned and family operated since 2001. Are you ready for the future financially? Many of our clients have the ability to access their equity for 30 years without raising their payments now. This prepares them for those speed bumps of life. Ask how you can become mortgage safe too. Take AIM, 720-895-0500, where our reputation of putting you first and listening to you is unmatched in Colorado. Call 720-895-0500 now so you can focus on what's important, family. Regulated by door, NMLS 298191, equal credit lender. Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance offers a rebate program unlike any other. Every year that you don't file a claim, you get a certain percentage of your money back. Just one example of how Paul Lewinberger, the personal insurance agent of John Rush, keeps your rates so low. He rewards his customers for their diligence and responsibility. Paul can also help you strategize about when to file a claim and when to pay out of pocket so you save more money in the long run. You don't want to shop online for insurance because you have no idea what you're buying. You need Paul Lewinberger with American National, the no surprises insurance agent. Call 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. And ask Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance for details about his unique rebate program for home and auto insurance. Talk to somebody with the expertise to advise you so you get the coverage you expect. You need more comfortable temperatures in your home now, not six months from now. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air has air conditioning units in stock, ready to install. Worldwide production shortages of raw materials and electric parts have caused delays for HVAC manufacturers. To give you an example, one local distributor placed an order in January that finally arrived a couple of weeks ago, six months later. Delays like this in the supply chain give local family-owned companies another chance to prove themselves. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air rises above the competition by displaying prompt professionalism in every area of their business. Their parts guy, a retired Marine, stays on top of orders, maintaining good relationships with suppliers. 
Thanks to their reputation for reliability, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air continues to offer 24-hour service seven days a week. Call or text now for an AC install and get what you called for. 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, folks, our great sponsor, Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Anything, again, you need, whether it's AC, even getting the furnace fired up here as we start to head into fall here in the not-too-distant future, you name it, give those guys a call. Again, find them on fixitradio.com. Win Eubank again with us and has been for the this hour, and I appreciate him staying uh, along with us. Woodworking Wonders, he's in Lakewood. Well, I just talked to producer Ann. She'll get some information on our website up for wins, so you can just go to Fix It Radio and find him that way make it really easy. When I, one thing I wanted to talk to you about, and I didn't want to take all of our time on, you know, just so the nuts and bolts of things, although that's really key, and I think that's really what keeps people in budget, gets a nice kitchen at the end of the day, has things function for them properly, and so on. But let's talk about space. You know, we talked earlier that you're, you're really limited to the, in some cases, the box that you have. There's not a lot of other things you can do differently depending upon the, the, you know, the house, the project, the floor plan, and so on. So how do you maximize space in the kitchen when it comes to some of the, the tricks of the trade and things that we have at our disposal today that we maybe didn't have 20 years ago? So um, when it comes to, if you, like you said uh, to me when, before we started, you need to think outside of the box. Don't think that you can just, you know, stick with what you got. And then also, like you said, you know, if you've got uh, room to move, go around it. We did one over in Golden. Um, the, hus- the husband did not want to mess with taking the wall out. The wall was in the center of the house. And I'm going, no way I'm, look- no way I'm getting involved in this. I'm kind of with him. The wife is like, no, I want that wall out. I want it gone. What's, what's it going to take? I called in a friend of mine, uh, Holt Fuller. He's an engineer. He came in. He looked at it. He said, those are trusses. He says, you're good to go. He says, you don't even need a letter from me. He says, take it all out. Really? And Yep. Nice. And we tore the entire everything out, and she made her entire dining room and kitchen become just the kitchen. Awesome. Awesome. And again, yeah. that's that thinking outside the box where, and, and fortunately, in that case, she pushed it enough that she actually ended up getting what she wanted. And I'm guessing ended up exactly the way she wanted to do it. And structurally, nothing, nothing changed. It was perfect. And we've got one we're doing. We're looking at Brighton right now. I had Hope go up and look at it. He does have to write a letter for this one because we're putting a beam in upstairs to help carry the load so that we can open that wall up about six foot. Okay. What do you see as waste of money items and or appliances? And I've got a couple that I can think of. But, you know, what do you see as being, in, in your opinion, you know, things that people really think on the front side will be a huge addition and yet probably at the end of the day never get used? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go back to improper design and we got to go, we got to go, we got to go. Let's mm. get this done. Mm. And, you know, just like that one I mentioned in Golden, it took us three months to get to the point of seeing, being able to say, yeah, we can take that wall out. Mm. And the average customer would not have waited. Right. But, but because we were diligent, we stayed after it, we won. Okay. And, and, we didn't waste money because we had a full plan going in. And if, and planning ahead, knowing what your appliances are, um, appliances are, are disgusting out on some of them. 
having that plan put together will save you money. And don't deviate from the plan. Ah, good advice. You know, you know, once you when you deviate from the plan, you go, oh, okay, I'm just going to do this because it's cheaper and easier. <laughs> right. Bang, bite you every time. <laughs> good one. Good one. Um, you know, go I ahead. Wanted Keep to mention, going. Um, I wanted to mention because we talked a couple of times. You know, so we got to think about that entire remodel. You know, sometimes the the turn and burn guy might be the the right guy, but ninety percent of the time, I'm going to say no, he's not because he he doesn't do cabinets. He's a jack of all trades. Right. I don't want a jack of all trades. I want someone that knows my his trade the best. Agree. That being that being also said, let me make sure I point out because I've said numerous times that do-it-yourself is great fun and great reward. I work with do-it-yourselfers all the time, and I help them out and and help them be come out with a better project. That makes sense. Now, I also know that in a lot of cases, those items, the budget, the quality, and so on, does have you know does have to do with how long are you going to stay in the home. And I understand that. And I, and I realize that's a crystal ball and not everybody understands how long or, you know, has any idea of how long they're going to, to be in the home. But I, I think in general, you know, folks have a pretty, uh, you know, pretty good idea if they're going to be there long term or not, you know, based upon the age of the kids or their own age and so on and so forth. And again, I think one of the mistakes that folks make is not, not looking at that close enough and either over or underdoing what they're doing in the remodel. Am I right in that? You're absolutely right. And, John, I, when people tell me, we're going to do this remodel because we're going to sell this house in six months, I tell them all the time, I say, I would rather you look at this as we're going to do this remodel for us mm. and do it right because we think we're going to leave in six months, but we never know what's going to happen. Right. And I had that happen down in downtown Denver. Um, this couple, they told me they were leaving in one year. They were going to Taos no matter what. Um, we designed their kitchen around what they love. So we did a Southwest kitchen because they wanted to go to Taos. They ended up staying here for four, three or four years more, A, because it was comfortable, and B, because it wasn't the right time to move. Mm, good point. But, and they told me numerous numerous times, they told me, they were like, Wynn, thank you for making us do it that way. Because yeah, we felt like we were still heading toward our goal. Yep. But we did. they spent a little bit extra, but not a lot. Good one. All right, let's take a call real quick before we end up the show here. Uh, J.D. and Lone Tree. J.D., you're on with Wynn. What's going on? Hi, guys. Great show. Thank you. Uh, as always. Um, I can't uh, do a remodel in my kitchen, which is 1976 era. Uh, the biggest problem I have with my kitchen is my exhaust fan, and all my cabinets, you know, they have the grease and and. You know, it just gets everywhere. Is there any new technology or something better you can do about uh, mitigating grease in this day and age? Simple green. Well, um, as far as technology and maybe doing design-wise, you mean? Yeah, exactly. If if I could put in a new um, vent fan or or something, um, yeah. And simple green does work. So does ammonia. Um, but, uh, otherwise I wind up cooking my bacon out of my back deck on a hot plate. Got it. Yeah. Makes sense. When anything new on, along those lines, when it comes to, you know, exhaust fans or hoods or things like that, it definitely sounds like your exhaust fan is not, um, up to the task and maybe look at upgrading it. 
to something a little bit bigger with more CFMs. Would that work with the standard? I think it's an eight or a ten inch pipe that goes up to my roof. Standard is six, but um, you you can definitely increase that size. If you've got an eight or a ten, you can go huge. I mean, that's you can definitely in, in, increase that immensely. Very good. Okay. Um, Thank you. You bet, J.D. No, I appreciate it very much. When you know, that's probably a discussion we'll get you back on here in a few weeks and really delve into some of that because that is another area where, yes, there have been vast improvements from what it used to be, in his case, from the 70s to what it is today in how we can vent things out in the kitchen itself and the different you know appliances, I guess, is what would be the best way to call that, the appliances and hoods and things that there are out there now versus what they used to be. That is one area that really has improved, correct? Oh, yeah, immensely. I mean, there's there's – uh, vents out there now they got dual blowers got it. um it's cra- it's crazy but but it also depends on how you cook right good point good i point. i seldom ever use my vent i i'm kind of the same way but you know went back to what i said earlier about the type of appliances that we're even getting used right now and i've also learned the trick of either i throw the bacon on the blackstone i do smoke it at times or throw it in the oven i don't remember the last time i've ever had bacon on the stove just because of the other ways that you can do that now that you know through time you just learn when with that i'm gonna let you go i really appreciate it give everybody again where you're at website phone number all those good things so we have a simple simple tiny website um someday when i when i'm not booked six six months in advance i might fix that <laughs> um i know they have value um, but it has all the pertinent information on there it's quick and easy it's got a couple couple great pictures um website is woodworkingwonders.com we're located on Lakewood at 25th and Kipling. As I said, it is by appointment only. You have to call me directly, or you can meet with my other designer, Kate. And uh, my number is 720-300-9400. Kate's number is 303-435-5610. Awesome. Win as always, thanks for joining me today. I appreciate you staying an hour. That wasn't necessarily our plan, but it worked out well and we gave a lot of information out, and I appreciate it very much, sir. I think we covered a lot of great points, and hopefully we gave some people some great uh, direction to get started on, on some of this stuff. I'm sure you did. I'm sure you did. Win again, I thank you very much, sir. Thanks for being a faithful listener as well, sir. I do appreciate it. Thank you. You bet, sir. And again, as a great guy, he'll help you out with all of those kitchen, uh, you know, just remodeling the design, anything you need along those lines, woodworking wonders, and we just heard how to how to find him. We'll actually, again, put that up on Fix It Radio a little bit later this afternoon and this evening. So if you need anything there, all of our sponsors, fixitradio.com. If you're listening on Tuesday, Rush to Reason will be next. Otherwise, Drive Radio, which it's Saturday today, Drive Radio is next. We'll be right back. This is KLZ 560.